Hey everybody, this is TJ Pandora Tier here. Sorry it's been so long that I have not had a chance to say, hey, hi, how you doing? But for some of you that do not know, I sort of had the plague for a little while. <clears throat> Actually, it was called bronchitis. And I literally talked my vocal cords off. No kidding, no joke. And it was very difficult to actually, oh, you should record. I was mute. <laughs> so how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing great. It's a beautiful Saturday today when I'm talking to you. And I'm going to be doing readings over at the Dragon and the Rose in Santa Ana, California today. And I'm going to tonight be at the Dragon and the Rose in Santa Ana doing what they call full moon madness. Once a month, they get a whole bunch of readers and oracles and tarot card readers at their location until midnight. And we're there literally till midnight for the full moon. And we do a little celebration and howl at the moon and go, ah, woo. Um, <laughs> but it's really fun. And if you've never been to the Dragon and the Rose and you're in the Southern California region, I totally recommend them. If you do not know them, you can go to thedragonandtherose.com online. They are also on Instagram and Facebook. So without further ado, let's talk about some things out in the universe about witchcraft, the occult, and my crazy family stories that everybody seems to be entertained about. So this, this particular story is for my cousin Jake. My cousin Jake, who's in Arizona right now, he is one of the coolest people I've ever met. He's one of the strangest people I've ever known. And he helped me last year with my tea leaf reading class and everybody loves him and wants him to come back to do more classes with me. I promised people that Jake would come back for a tea leaf reading class, but also a coffee ground reading class and a wine sediment class because all of those are a form of tea leaf reading. Tassiography, I think it's tassiography off the top of my head. <clears throat> tassiography is basically when you can read tea leaves, but it's not just tea leaf. You can read coffee grounds and or wine sediment in class and cupware. So Jake used to go to Starbucks and he would read people at various different coffee houses. I'll just say that instead of Starbucks because there were numerous coffee houses he used to go to. And he would do coffee ground readings. Basically, if someone bought him a coffee, he would read their future in their coffee cup. This is how he got co so much coffee and how he was so wired all the time, which makes perfect sense for Jake. So Jake wants me to tell you the story of when my uncle OC and the diving board story. Now, for those that do not know, I do come from a family of witches. I do come from a family of just crazy eclectic zany people in general so it's just kind of funny it all gets put together into this my uncle oc was a tarot card reader actually i learned tarot card from my uncle oc more than i learned um from my mom my mom was an oracle reader and i learned oracle from my mom but tarot was my uncle oc's you know, major field. He used to read out in Singapore and Beijing and he would come back for six months and then go back. He ping-ponged back from Beijing and Singapore to California and back. And he did this through tea leaf reading and some other stuff that he used to do in the occult. 
<clears throat> he would do spell work and stuff like that. And he always hung out and he was in Singapore a lot. And he ended up owning a sandwich shop down in Los Angeles many, many years ago. So my uncle O.C. was a big, big meditator. He would meditate at the drop of a hat. He could get into alpha state like that. And when he was meditating, you couldn't move him. You could not budge him. You couldn't do diddly squat. He wasn't there. He was just gone. He was a big fan of Ravi Shankar. I loved his music. He was a big fan of George Harrison. He went to India. He went to Tibet. He was my traveler soul. And my uncle O.C. was friends with my uncle. Well, really good friends with my uncle Mike. And my uncle Mike was also a magician. And uh, street. he believed in street magic. Basically, if you could figure it out you know, you didn't need expensive stuff. He's just like, oh, bottle cap, whap, kill that demon. So, you know, that was my Uncle Mike's theory anyway. And one day, my Uncle O.C. was meditating on the end of the diving board in the backyard of our house. I was about, I was like in my, I was like 9, 10 when this happened. I remember watching it. It was hilarious. And he was on the edge of so it's like 79, 1979, I think, 1978. And he was on the edge of the diving board and he could get like right on the edge of the diving board. My uncle OC would sit there and meditate and perfect lotus position. He also did, did yoga and he just, nothing moved. And my uncle Mike, being the card that he was and a comedian that he was, thought it'd be really cool to push my uncle OC into the pool while he was meditating because that was the kind of sick guy and funny guy he was. Aha. Well, that didn't happen. What ended up happening is my uncle Mike uh, got my dad involved. My father, who I don't really talk about much because he really wasn't, he was more into paranormal activity and ghost hunting until he got hooked up with his second wife. And then he just became a jerk. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, my dad at this time period in 1978, he was still into paranormal activity. He was still into ghost hunting. He still had an open mind. And my uncle conned, my uncle Michael conned my dad into, hey, let's push Uncle Osi into the pool while he's meditating. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. So there I was watching this with my mother and she's like, nothing good will come of this. My mother knew. And they made, they made a lunge for it. They literally were getting a running start. My, my dad and my uncle Mike, they were literally, they said, okay, on the count of three, we're going to like run up to the, run up the diving board and then push him with all our might. Okay. No problem. And as they were running and they went to go push him and now my uncle Mike and my uncle dad were not little men okay they were not they were pushing into their 300 pound categories at least 260 to 300 pound categories these guys were tall big burly dudes okay and think my 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 uncle Mike Think Vince D'Onofrio, okay? That's the shape we're talking about here, all right? 
They aren't short. They are not squatty. They are big and burly dudes. Uh, John Wayne shape, okay? And both of them at taking at a running gallop to my my poor Uncle O.C. And I'm like, oh, God. Now, my Uncle O.C. was a very thin, lanky, yoga dude, okay? He was very zen. And they pushed him. And then they ran up and they pushed him with all their might. They ran up there and he didn't move. And what ended up happening is he sat perfectly still. He was not there. He was totally gone and was a rock. And I watched my dad and my, my uncle Michael fall right into the pool. Yep. They fell right into that pool. Sabalish. And, um, they fell into the water, fully dressed, might I add. One was in a suit. And when the water went splash, and my Uncle Osi didn't blink, didn't bat an eye, he didn't move. He was gone. And when they're flailing around in the water, then all of a sudden he's like, Oh, hi guys, what are you doing in the water? What's going on? Totally oblivious. He was so concentrated in the zone. He was one of the best people I have ever, ever seen get that deep into meditation. I strive for that. I wish to get to that level. But yeah, I never heard the end of it from my dad or my uncle Mike. They, to this, you know, if they were alive to this day, they'd be both like, freaking OC. So yeah, didn't even phase him. What phased him to get out of state was one drop of water hitting his face. That was it. Not the brunt force, one drop of water. So the moral to that story, actually, there is a moral, is that it doesn't matter if you can push and push and push and push and push and push and be a rhinoceros and push and push and push and push and push and push and you can't get anywhere with something, be the drop of water. It slowly falls on the side of your face. Eh, moving right along. Just a reminder to everybody, by the way, that just because you sage and cleanse something doesn't mean that you haven't cleansed your home. I mean, I'm going to be the first person to tell you that sage is a witch's version of nature's Lysol, but there's a difference between cleansing and cleaning, but you need to cleanse and clean to make it together so that you have a clean and healthy environment. Let me explain. I had a client come in and they, and I've had this happen to me numerous times. See if this has ever happened to you. Somebody comes in saying, oh my gosh, I've saged my entire house. I've saged my pets, my children, my kitchen, my bedrooms, my bathrooms. I've saged it. I've opened a window to let the bad energy out. I've Palo santo the garage. I've sprayed sage spray in my car. I've done all these things and lit all these candles and done all of that. And I still have all this negative energy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Whatever shall I do? <sighs> when was the last time you vacuumed? Um, what? All right. Let me make this more clear. 
When was the last time you cleaned anything from out under under your bed? Uh, when was the last time you mopped the floor in your kitchen? Uh, when was the last time you swiffered on on your floor? Swiffered or you know cleaned your floor? Um, okay, let me try again. When was the last time you got rid of all the clutter from other people in your life that don't even live with you, or you know you're holding on to stuff that's not even yours that means really nothing to you, but you're just holding it to like I don't know make a shrine out of their essence of being. Um. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, and all of my friends in between, cleansing also means cleaning. You can sage and put all the happy woo-woo you want and happy juju energy on this planet to quote-unquote cleanse your home, but you still need to vacuum, dust, and mop your home and get rid of your clutter. I know, I know. It should be in the perfect world that positive energy attracts positive people and negative energy attracts negative people. That's not how it really works in the real world. What it is, is that negative energy is attracted towards positive people. Why? Quite frankly, because they taste better. More like uh, Skittles or something instead. Negative people are attracted to positive people because they taste better. Their energy tastes better. And when you have a positive person that gets dragged into a negative state, it takes a hella long time to get back to positive. So one of the ways you can do that is by staying positive and cleansing your area does not just mean cleansing, you know, by throwing woo-woo out there. You need to do the work. You got to vacuum your floors. You got to get rid of the clutter. You got to get rid of the 10 tons of mail in the trunk of your car. You got to not keep crap that's not yours even to begin with of other people's because they got tired of it so they gave it to you so I mean it's just this never-ending cycle you know you don't need to keep three spoons from your great aunt Tilly that are 300 years old that have fallen apart aunt Tilly's dead she's been dead for like 60 years and the spoons aren't worth anything chuck them in the effort bucket you know so clean your stuff Marie Kondo that crap, guys. You know, if it doesn't bring you joy, there is a valuable point to this. If it's not making you happy, chuck it. You know, I am a fan of sentimentalist things, okay? I am a book collector and I collect photos. My husband and I actually had a ritual one day. We took the fire bucket out and a bottle of sangria and some blankets under a full star. And my mom was a photographer. God bless her. Goddess bless her. But you don't need 200 pictures of the same tree of the same day. I kept one picture. It's the same tree. By the way, again, photographer, same tree. My mother's been gone for 10, 11 years now. I don't need 200 trees unless I was doing my own art project, which I'm not. And same picture 200 times. I kept one. I have the one. I'm happy with that. And the rest we sent to the gods. Into the fire it goes. Woo! Do I encourage this? I don't encourage burning anything most of the time, but that was very cathartic and needed. I We also had a ginormous box, my partner and I, on our third date. What we ended up doing was that he took a giant box of my mother's medical records and we burnt them because... I don't know why I was even holding on to it. It was about a 60-pound box of paper. 
I mean, we could have recycled it and la di da di da but it was actually, it was exactly what I needed. And it was very, I, I keep wanting to say the word cathartic because it's quite accurate. It was cleansing for my soul. So cleansing and cleaning, same thing. Gotta clean things up. To get cleansed, you gotta clean things up. And you all need to start drinking more water. You need to drink more water. I am seeing so many people not drinking enough water. I have a rant about that. Hold that thought. Okay. Hear me out on this. The ocean is controlled by the moon, right? The ocean tides are controlled by the moon. The world is made of, uh, what, 80, 75, 80% water? Okay, that's a lot of H2O. So our bodies are made of, our bodies ourselves are made of approximately between 75 to 90% water, right? So, thinking logically, would it not make sense that not unlike the ocean tides, that we as human water containment centers or systems would we not also be controlled by the moon as well not unlike the tides does this make sense and since we contain so many possibilities of toxins and bad energy and flow and ebb and you have to look at your body as a small planet okay and that's really what you have to do you're in an orbit of your own making you are you are you're in an orbit of your own making and if we are controlled by the tides or the moon not unlike the tides if we're controlled by the moon i mean what is it once a month the moon goes full and everybody goes crazy you can go to any police station anywhere in the country and they get such higher reports of crazy things happening during the full moon. The full moon is technically three days. Those three days, everything's gone banana wonko crazy. So if we drink more water because sodium likes to stay in our water, in our bodies, would it not make more sense? The toxins that we're putting in our bodies are not unlike the toxins that you now see on the beach. You could go to any beach anywhere right now and you could see a ton of toxins and a ton of litter and garbage and just crap all over the beach. Just, it's hanging out there, just plastic and crap. Well, guys, that's kind of what's going on in our bodies right now. You look at your skin, picture your skin as like the beach and all these toxins if you're sitting here thinking why am I breaking out so much why is my skin flaking why is my skin peeling and so dry why is this why is this why is that well I hate to break it to you but picture that your skin is the shore of the beach and what can you do to fix that drink more water why do you think water is one of the biggest things that we use in blessings and cleansings because water ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between water is a natural cleanser so we should be drinking as much of it as possible that's my theory anyway it's like why do we use all these different types of chemicals that are out there right now like you know we've got all these kitchen cleansers and bathroom cleansers and um you know laundry cleansers that are lavender scented 
or misty beach scented or lemon scented orange scented and you know pine scented guys if you look back in the way back machine we used to use cleansers that were just basically white vinegar okay white vinegar or any kind of vinegar will do apple cider vinegar you know the basic components are thus vinegar of some sort or water water and vinegar usually and then orange peel lemon peel or lemons or oranges and or pine or lavender now for those who do not know if you go to any um, laundry mat Sometimes, what are they also called? A lavenderia. Lavenderia means to wash. It is to wash your clothing. It is a laundry. Now, if you take the word lavenderia or lavender, lave, in, I think it's Latin, means to wash, which would make sense in Greek-Roman period. Uh, back in the Greco-Roman period, that lave means to wash. They would use lavender with honey at the temples of Asclepius, which was the healer of healing arts. And they would use it for cleansing rituals. Hmm. Cleansing is a thing, guys. So I want you to think about that long and hard. You know, they would use honey and lavender to stick into wounds because basically that was the old version of Neosporin. I'm sure there's other herbs in there as well, but these are anti uh, antibacterials. These would get rid of negativity, the negative toxins and things like that. Now, on a witchcraft base, what's really hilarious is that you can use pine in money magic, you can use pine in cleansing, and you can also use pine in exorcisms or banishing, which is kind of funny if you think about it, because it is representative of the earth. Earth also denotes money, so that's a thing. Then lavender is also used for banishing and getting rid of negative things. It's also used for protection, and it's also used sometimes for love. Then you've also got your citrix, and those are all solar energies. You've got your lemon and your orange. Those are all solar workings, which are under the sign of Leo or the sun, which is dealing with power, abundance, and strength, which is dealing also with usually, besides inner strength, it gets you, it's a kicky in the booty kind of thing. I actually do make a, an oil called kicky in the booty. And it's solar energy, and it's also for banishing and cleansing and protection. And you can also use it for money and for motivational purposes and good luck. So, hmm, here's a thought, folks. Why not, instead of using artificial scented stuff, use the real scented stuff with either vinegar or what have you, and then you get less toxins more bang for your buck, and you're doing witchcraft at the same time. So, just a thought. Maybe the the voodoo people were smart and spot on when they started using Van Van Wash and Van Van Oils and all these different washes because they were cleaning their house. I tip my hat off to you with the Van Van Wash people because that makes sense. Cleansings are crucial.
So I'm going to wrap up here. I think I've said enough for this week. I will be back at, you know, I wish I could say which days. I would love to say, oh, I'm going to record on a Tuesday. Oh, I'm going to record on a Wednesday. I'm going to record on this day. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to record during the week sometime and then I will post and we I will if if you know me I'll post it somewhere on social media I seem to love my social medias just so you also know that I also do a cartoon with my partner from my company Hexes and Vexes H-E-X-S-and-V-E-X-S it's, there's a missing E. So Hexes and Vexes, you can find us online on Facebook, H-E-X-S and V-E-X-S. We make stuff. We make occult stuff. And we work together and we make a cartoon online on Webtoons called Goth Love Is. Goth Love Is, you know, never being without eyeliner. Goth Love Is, letting someone you care about borrow your corset. Goth Love Is you'll have to go check out the cartoon. So I can also be found on social media at, I have a, I do write articles on my WordPress page under Auntie Pan Pan. If you see anything, A-U-N-T-I-E-P-A-N-P-A-N. So TJ Pandora Tear or Auntie Pan Pan is my public page on Facebook, Auntie Pan Pan. You can find me on the Gram of Instance or Instagram under Auntie Pan Pan or TJ Tier, either and or. I'm pretty sure it's under Auntie Pan Pan. But it's not that hard to find me, y'all. <laughs> if you have any quips, quotes, questions, comments, or bitches, moans, and groans, and surly accents you would like to fling upon me, I am always available for craziness and fun adventure. And you can DM me on my Instagram. Don't try to, you know, I don't do spamming and I don't do, you know, you too can become a travel agent now. Just send us $1,400. I am not a psychic, although I've played one on TV. No, I've never played a psychic on TV, I don't think. Um, wait, have I? Maybe public television. No, no, I never have. Yeah, good point. I've played a vampire on TV. I've never played a psychic on TV. Um, if you are interested in anything of my reckless banter and abandonment, please feel free to visit me anytime. And I'm in Cyberland. I will see you guys next time, sometime next week. Till then, Zen hugs, keep an open heart, soul, and mind, and I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. This is Pandora. You have just been listening to my silly banter on this radio station. If you would like, you can probably um, contact me online at www.instagram.com slash antipanpan. You can also have a reading with me at thedragonandtherose.com or at the Dragon and the Rose locally in Santa Ana, California. If you did not like what you hear, I can't tell you what to say because everybody's entitled to an opinion. But everything that you have heard upon here is for infotainment purposes only. It's for informational purposes, and it's to at least get a laugh out of you for entertainment purposes only. And if you didn't like what I say, 
Everything that's happening here is purely coincidental. If you feel like you identify with this way too close to the mark, it's entirely coincidental. And I'll just say that everything's fictional, even though it may not be. For my own protection. <laughs> I'm trying to make this some sort of disclaimer. The art of divination and tuning into divine, you're responsible for everything you think, feel, hear, say, do in this life. I don't. I claim no responsibility for the stupid things you do in your life, and you shouldn't claim responsibility for all the stupid things I do in mine. So, on that note, Zen Hugs, love you. Peace. Peace.